0: We all, have, we all kind of know what we want deep down, and we know what we feel drawn to and pulled to, and then it's a matter of surrendering to whatever life then brings to us.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Being Inspired Radio Show. I am Amanda Johnson, your host, and I am really, really looking forward to this conversation today. First of all, I need to tell you, I am having the pleasure of being in this beautiful podcast studio here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which for those of you who don't know, including I'm sure my guest, where in the world is Sioux Falls, South Dakota? It is this tiny little place in the middle of the United States, and for us to have a podcast studio up and running is kind of exciting to me. So I am—I feel like a like a professional today. I've got the headphones on, I've got the mic in front of me, and I am here to have an incredible conversation with a new friend, a new person that I get the pleasure of talking with today. I love the fact that I get to have this show, not only because I know it is having an impact and an inspiration for you in your life, at least I hope that is the case. I trust that is the case. It is an opportunity for me to connect with like-minded, like-spirited individuals who are shining their light, who are walking their path, walking a path that may seem unconventional, that may seem scary or uh, alternative or non-traditional. And yet they are paving their way. They are finding their way and they are doing it in a way that lights me up and lights up a lot of other people as well. And so today... Uh, is no different. I have the pleasure of speaking with Adam Palmer, who is across the pond, if you will, all the way over in the UK. And um, I'm excited to introduce you to him. So Adam is a writer turned transformational coach who considers himself a seeker, a traveler, someone who is finding his way and helping others do the same. He is encouraging people to take responsibility for their own happiness and well-being, and as he says on his Instagram, discover yourself and your potential, and so that's what he's all about and what he's here to share with all of you today. Adam, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show. It's my first um, opportunity to be on a podcast, so I feel really grateful for that.
1: And I'm so thrilled. I, I I love getting to pop those podcast cherries. So here we are together. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a great time. Um, but you have you have a podcasting voice. So I mean, I think you oh, already... do I? That's good to know. Oh, for sure, for mm. sure. I don't I'll know. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> you and of course I know you do videos and things like that as well. So you're already you're already primed. You're already primed for it. So as Oh, yeah. That's what I tell
0: myself. Yeah. That's
1: that's what you tell yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, So for those who are familiar with my show and then for those who aren't, um, what I love to do is ask each of my guests uh, something about them in terms of who they stand for or why they are in the world. And I ask them to send me a few words or a phrase. And I use that as our theme or our jumping off point. And so Adam sent me a few things that I really resonated with, including this concept of allowing life to guide us. And that of course is how we are going to be led through this conversation is allowing life, universe, God, spirit to guide us and this conversation. And I immediately upon reading that knew the book I wanted to go to, to source a quote for me to read and to serve as a launch pad for our conversation. Reading that That phrase, allowing life to guide us, immediately brought me back a few years ago when I read The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. It was the second book of his that I read. I read The Untethered Soul probably a few years prior to that. And both of those books have served instrumental on my own journey. I've also been hearing about the surrender experiment in other conversations and from other people recently. So it is pretty top of mind. So I was excited to go back and reference that book to find a quote that could support our conversation. And there were actually many that I, I pulled. And then of course I only get to choose one. And so I chose one that I think Um, is a wonderful opportunity for Adam and I to explore this concept together. So I ask all of you listening, um, including Adam, to really take in these words that Michael Singer uh, shared with us in this book and listen for what it has to say for you in this moment in time and how it guides you in terms of uh, what it might bring up in you or what it might remind you of. And so I will read this quote, and then, Adam, I'm going to ask you what you think about it. So here we go. This is from Michael A. Singer's book, The Surrender Experiment. At some point, there's no more struggle, just the deep peace that comes from surrendering to a perfection that is beyond your comprehension. When life's way becomes your way, all the noise stops, and there is a great peace.
0: Mm, love it it's a book that i read recently actually um and it was actually the (laughs) it's kind of a funny story but um i'm with a lady who i met at the beginning of last year and we'd met each other once already um in 2017 and she was away in bali um for a number of weeks and during that period, I felt compelled to contact her. And as we kind of conversed backwards and forwards, she suddenly said to me, Adam, I want to send you a book. And it happened to be the surrender experiment. And anyway, when she got back from her traveling, we got together and we've had a bit of a journey um, between the two of us since then. Um, uh, you know, kind of a journey of self-discovery and kind of one of the main themes around how we choose to live is surrender. And to us, surrender is so important. It's um, it's really a way of life um, rather than trying to force and control situations to happen the way that you want them, actually kind of trusting in what comes to you. Um, so Michael Singer's words really resonated with me from that book and and from that quote that you just gave me.
1: How do you? So this is I love that you just recently read this book and I love yeah. this new this well newish uh, woman in your life <laughs> sent it to you what a beautiful I know story and way of of even providing a foundation for your relationship however that unfolds and I love exactly. that you, this is a way of life that you said that it, it's as if surrender is a way of life and oh there's a few things coming up for me that's almost the hardest part of this job is I usually have about three things I want to say at once and I think that would be nearly <laughs> impossible to do so maybe one day I'll figure yeah, it out. yeah we're on
0: the same page Here we, go.
1: <laughs> we could imagine that there are true I mean if we understand like if I better understood quantum things and understood that all these realities are happening at the same time maybe I could just relax and go oh exactly. I'm all of these things we're just choosing one of them right now so Okay. What I want to ask you now, and maybe I'll come back to some of the other things that are coming up for me is, so when I think there's a big question or resistance or what have you to this idea of being surrendered or surrendering, Mm -hmm. because while we were talking very briefly about this before we started recording is things then happen maybe more organically. Um, We don't get to be in the driver's seat so much and Controlling and manipulating and forcing. Yeah. There are many questions I have. Maybe one is, you know, how does that look to you? And also, what did you need to overcome in your own life to be willing
0: to practice this surrender? That's a great question. Um, Well, I mean, to begin with, surrender started for me 10 years ago. Um, I did a solo trip to Australia. Um, Prior to going, I was really kind of. Um, not happy with my life not happy with my work um, not happy with my lifestyle Um, and I remember feeling as though I just needed to pick myself up kind of throw myself out into the world land somewhere pick myself up and start again and and that happened to be Australia and it was Australia because I had um, a friend who had told me that he'd been and I love it and I checked out a few pictures and so it was the obvious place for me to go to. And when I arrived to Australia on my own, I, I remember thinking, this feels like a clean slate now. And I get to be whoever I want to be. And I remember kind of having a conversation with, you know, myself or or with life and saying, you know, I, I need, I want to be shown the way I want to be shown the truth. I want to know who I am and, I'm prepared to let go of everything that i think i was to figure out who i am and what i believe and and what life has to offer and in doing that the six months that i was in australia i it changed me completely it it woke me up um i learned who i was what i believed in um and really by the end of it i came away with without fear you know i kind of felt like i could do anything and and since then it's it's learning to kind of rekindle that same attitude of being able to kind of have a relationship with life and asking life you know what is it that i need but there was always an intention and that was to change you know and i think that we all have we all kind of know what we want deep down and we know what we feel drawn to and pulled to and then it's a matter of surrendering to whatever life then brings to us. Almost setting a Yeah. yeah. Almost setting like a like an internal radar for what it is that you want.
1: So that is where this gets so juicy to me, and I. So you did. You brought me right back to the other thing I wanted to say, of course, because that's how this happens. Is a few years ago when this book presented itself to me, I was equally uh, studying a life coach training program at the same time, and we were talking a lot about the law of manifestation and law of attraction and all these concepts, and I felt. At that time in my life, I, I have a slightly different perspective now on all of it, but at the time I thought, well, which is it? <laughs> I thought it yeah. had to be one or the other. I thought I yeah. thought, okay, so do I need to manifest which at that point and still to this day sometimes feels like manipulation, control and forcing? Mm. or am I to step back, step back and allow, and surrender. And those felt like two different approaches to life. Now I don't think that's necessarily true. However, I, I think they still can be two different approaches based on the person and the individual and how they show up for those, those ideas or those concepts. But what I heard you say was that you needed to, uh, in a sense, get out of your own way. And so you started to surrender and see what is life bringing to me? However, I also heard you say that you deep down had a desire and you mm. had an intention. So how do you reconcile these two seemingly disparate ideas? And maybe they aren't in your mind. I'd love to hear more about that. But at least in my perspective, and at some point on my journey, I wasn't clear how one, if those two things to surrender and to manifest are opposing, or yeah. if they are one and the same, what are your thoughts on that?
0: yeah no exactly um you know you could want something but be afraid of having that thing and you have to surrender to have the things that you want you know you have to surrender through the fear um i think it's a really um it's a great question because it's something that i've definitely um, contemplated a lot about um this idea of kind of forcing things and surrendering and i think we all feel pulled towards something that's that's certainly what i've learned in my experience is that there's things that are important to us and that we feel maybe passionate about and there are many things that we can be passionate about we can have several passions and you know people i think people often think that there's they just you know there's only you can only have one passion but i think it's okay to kind of feel curious about certain things and kind of be, be drawn to certain things and and in that process it still requires surrender you know you have to you have to surrender in order to kind of figure out what it is that you're drawn to but then once you know what you want or you have an inclination towards something specific then that's when you need to kind of have the courage to step forward and do the thing that you want to do um, but also be able to surrender um, and be open to what comes up, you know, and, and look upon life as more of an adventure rather than a, a struggle.
1: I love that you said we have to surrender to the, to the fear. That is uh, That really stood out to me when you said that and how often... Um, that might be the thing that blocks us from having or receiving the thing, quote unquote, that we want. Now, I'm going to keep pushing because this is honestly a conversation that I've been wanting to have, I think, for a really long time. And I've been wanting to suss this stuff out. So thank you for showing up in this space <laughs> to be here and do this with me. That's yeah, um, my pleasure. Because this is I think this one is, I have a feeling that we're not the only ones who have contemplated this. And
0: no, definitely not
1: this, right? and and yeah, and um, it's given that you have read the book, it's it's beautiful because we can use that a little bit as an example. So when I read this book and, and the, for those listening, if you haven't, and and something that we're saying here rings true for you, I highly recommend going out and listening or reading this book. So Michael Singer, in his journey, when we talk about that thing that he wanted or that the desire that he had, or even his curiosities, if you recall you know, in the beginning of his life was to go off and meditate for his whole life. Or, you know, he wanted, he went and found this, you know, place in the woods in Florida where he could create a a little space to meditate and do yoga. And that's all he wanted. When we, when I think back to that book and you've read it more recently than I have, so perhaps you um, can remember more than I do there was this feeling of that's what he wanted. And then it's as if the universe or life said, "Hmm, yeah, I know that's what you want, but here's what you're going to get. And he started, you know, these people came into his life and then this business made itself known. And then he started learning about computers and building health. I mean, these incredible things that from the beginning, I literally was in awe listening to his story, thinking, how the heck are you now? The the CEO, (laughs) president of like a multi- million billion dollar company right after you wanted to you were like the guy who came into class with no shoes on and was like yeah i'm just going to kind of show up and do my thing because really meditation is where i want to be so how do you how are you kind of wrestling or or grappling with these ideas of we have something that we want like michael singer wanting to meditate and do yoga all day every day and Mm. then the universe comes in and says and here's what you get what is yeah. that like what do you think about that
0: yeah and and interestingly i think he's still that kind of guy that walks around barefooted you know <laughs> um which which is which is which is wonderful you know he's non-negotiable he knows who he is and how he wants to live and and that's really important you know um because it's interesting what he said in the book about you know Your your the dialogue in your brain is mainly about preferences, what what we want and what we don't want. And along the way, he kind of resist. You know, he'd he'd say, "Oh, I don't want to do that," but something would be presented to him, and he'd go, "Okay, well, I'll do it. I'm just going to surrender to it." But along the way, there were certain things that he was drawn to, like stepping into the shop and seeing the personal computer, um, and thinking, and, and for some reason, just going, "I want it. I want to buy it." You know, and I think there's something to that. I think there's something about um, being drawn to something rather than dictating everything by your preferences, but also being very, very grounded in who you are as well and kind of being non-negotiable about that.
1: So, yeah, because I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I can sit down and say, oh, yeah, this is where this gets, this whole concept gets so muddled in my mind at times when I allow it to. Yeah. Because I can sit here it and say, we need, you know, we hear about being clear about our intentions, clear about our desires. If we aren't clear, then it's mixed messages or mixed signals for the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, however you choose to believe Yeah. Um, this world operates, this universe operates. And so... I know for myself, it's that idea of, am I clear on who I am and what I want? And is that non-negotiable or, and I don't think it's an or, I really don't think it's an or I'm at a point now on my journey where I don't think it's either, or it's always both. And, and I'm simply trying to reconcile this potential paradox in my mind of Can my way, I mean, in this quote that I read, when life's way becomes your way. And so what I heard you talking about is Mm. it's, it's getting out of the, the mind preference. And I wonder if that might be the, one of the keys to this whole concept of when we no longer are attached to our preferences, right? This is good. This is bad. Um, if i do this as my career it's good and if i do that it's bad if yeah. i have this many followers it's good if i have that many followers it's bad and so if we can get out of the preference the judgment of it then are we more open to being guided are we more open to surrendering and and then seeing the thing come up and go oh and then that starts to help clarify who we are or what we mm. what we want i'm not sure
0: <laughs> I think a lot of it is pushing past fear. Um, can I tell you my experience with nice. um, my most recent endeavor around surrender? Yeah. Um, it would actually be my, um, my new life coaching business, you know. Um, and that came about really organically. I had never planned to be a transformational coach. Um, and that I'm doing it is still a surprise to me but I love it and it makes complete sense that I'm doing it. So it wasn't something I necessarily asked for, but I surrendered enough to get here and now I'm doing it, it makes sense that I'm doing it. But the reason that I'm doing it is because I'm a writer and I've spent the last 10 years since that trip to Australia writing um, frequently and contemplating life and any realizations that i have i kind of put down on paper and you know after you know nine or ten years a friend of mine who i was sharing my writing with said why on earth aren't you sharing this i mean this is good stuff and i and i said to to her at the time well you know i often think that you know i wonder if people will take something from this writing you know i i often go back to it Um, when I'm feeling when I'm struggling or if I'm feeling unsure about things and as a result of 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 doing this writing and knowing that it was something that I needed to share I decided well maybe I'll maybe I will put it out there and this was I think this was August 2017 and I did my first post on Instagram for some reason I felt drawn to Instagram again there was no real rhyme or reason to it but I thought you know why not I'll I'll just I'll do a post, uh, you know, write an article, submit it, uh, see what happens. And I you know, got a few followers and every day I'd post something and and I, kind of a cringe, you know, every time I posted and I, I seem to naturally kind of develop a following and people would then start contacting me and saying, hey, Adam, you know, I read your post today on, you know, X, Y and Z. do do you offer advice or could you give me some advice or you know do you offer mentorship and at the time i'd kind of say well we'll no but i was thinking to myself why don't i you know and it was around the point where where i met amanda my my partner um who's also uh, a coach and she said you should be doing this you know why on earth don't you just do a post saying that it's something that you offer? So and at that point, I kind of just, you know, I dove in. I just trusted in it, surrendered to that idea and and put myself out there. And then I started gaining clients. This has come around really organically. It's not something that I'd ever planned on doing, um, but I can't think of anything better or that I'd rather be doing. And what's great about it is I also get to do it in my socks. You know, I don't have to wear a shirt and tie
1: <laughs> just like, and I'm
0: grateful for that. Like, you know, that's know, that. one of my, that's one of my only requirements, you know, that I don't have to wear shoes when I work.
1: <laughs> Non-negotiables. It sounds like you really do. Well.
0: <laughs> exactly. It seemed like an impossible task, but, but yeah, I seem to have got there.
1: I, I so value your story and that example, because for me, what it, it just shed a light on so many things, um, including how, I know this, I mean, almost seems silly to say it. And and for some reason it wants to be said, which is, it (laughs) shows that when we surrender, it's not as if now we're just going to be doing some shitty thing that we never wish or wanted to have done in our lives. Do you know what I mean? No, you can, you can say
0: no, you can say no. It's important that you do say no.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Well, let's come back to that because, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where i I think that's where I get stumped, yeah, like i and I say this as if I like every day I'm like, oh, I don't get this whole thing. it's like no i I think i'm I'm at a place now where it's like, oh okay, I see it for what it is, also, also, as Ram Das would say, however, when I'm in a conversation like this, boy, I like to pick it apart, so that's part of why I enjoy these podcasts. so the yeah. fact that we get to say no when we're surrendering, that does. It makes me go, hmm, because when I think <laughs> back to Michael Singer's experience, and I'm not saying he is the end all be all of surrender. His his story was one version of what surrender looks like, but it was yeah. one that was very mm, compelling to me. And I and I and I could be wrong. Please correct me if I am. I feel there was a point where in the book he literally was like, "I will not say no to anything, like anything yeah. that itself yeah. to him." Uh, to, you know, to it, he would say yes to I, I mean, whether or not that was like the teaching job or the property or the woman wanting to live with, you know, on his property with him. And I like I feel like his, because he noticed his mind's resistance
0: yes. to it. Yes. And
1: that was when he thought, oh boy, I am so resistant to this. I guess I have to say yes. And that is the That is the tricky thing for me, especially when I do hear about how important boundaries are. And I look at my own life and I'm thinking, gosh, to myself, I'm like, my life has actually unfolded in a similar way to what you just shared in terms of what I'm doing now in the world. I never would have planned or thought I allowed it to unfold and I was guided and I said, yes. And I, you know, et cetera. However, there are other things that flow into my life and I think, hmm. Maybe I'm supposed to say no because my you know I hear other people say if it doesn't bring you complete joy, if it doesn't light you up, you know, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. All right, so talk to me about this. How do you balance all of that? How do you balance the surrender with the no, with the hell yes? What does that look like?
0: It's important to have boundaries set in place. Not everything can be a yes. And I think if you follow your I don't often use the word intuition but if you follow you if you follow your intuition quite often you know what the right thing to do is and quite often we resist things because we're afraid so i think that's something you know when when something comes to you and and you're asking that question should i be surrendering to this i think often we know when it's a no and we know when it's a well yeah but i'm kind of afraid
1: okay so you're so there's a distinction that I hear you saying that one is, mm. it's it's a no, because it's a no. It's it's not aligned. It's my boundary. It's my what have you. Yeah. And then there's the other, which is I'm afraid, and that would be the one to explore and say yeah. mm, fear isn't a reason to say no. Uh-huh. I'm going to push you on this a little bit more because I'm really sure. curious. Where <laughs> does the preference then come in? So if something's a no for me. Um, I'm going to use my own life real quick as an example. So for example, uh, I, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm, I have clients and I'm making money as someone who helps authors bring their books into the world. And it, like I said, it's this kind of organic thing that has developed, which I'm very, very excited about. I mean, if my preference is that's what I get to do all day, every day. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. Yeah and it's not like I forced it or pushed it into being it, it, it unfolded. I was guided equally. I, um, let's say I have two other things in my life that show up to also provide me money. <laughs> and, yeah. and one is a catering job. And one is this other content writing thing mm. recently. Now these things also, I didn't force neither of both of them came into my life completely organically. And if one would say by divine alignment or what have you, and I've said yes to them. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. I don't exactly. know if I want to sit and type up someone else's content that's yeah. not interesting to me. That feels And it's so
0: important easier. to acknowledge that to yourself.
1: Yes. So tell me more about that though, because for me that that feels like a preference, which yeah. Michael, I, we're, I'm just using Michael Singer's experience um, right now to discuss, but he would say yeah. that, you know, it's the preference that's getting in our way. And so how do you talk, how do you address that? Like our preferences versus our fears, right? Cause I'm not afraid of doing these things. It's just, mm, I don't want
0: to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, sure. And I mean, the thing is, is we're quite often we're given so many options, what we can do and, and you'd still have to, you do have to choose. And I think, you know, you're probably like me in that when you get onto, when you, when you get into this, kind of zone of surrendering and moving with the tide of things things do kind of opportunities come to you that kind of make sense you know i mean at, at this stage in my journey you know i'm, I'm starting out as a, as a transformational coach i'm picking up clients it's going really really well and then if somebody comes to me and says um hey adam i've got this perfect job for you um, in the corporate world doing x y and z um you'll make good money it, you know it's it's good hours etc but i know that it's 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 something that can take me away from that flow then for me it would be a no i want to you know i mean i think that's probably the best example that i can give you um and i and I, I love michael singer's kind of take on it but you know, he was moving in a, certain, a very certain direction. He was doing his meditations. He had his retreat center. He had people building on his land, but it all flowed. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things were linked in some way. Um, whereas, if something came in really, you know, left field, and it was something that didn't make sense, then for me, it would it would be a no. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or if it was something that didn't Come into alignment with my intention or my values or something that I really just didn't connect with me um on a moral level, mm-hmm. then it would also be a no so I think it's kind of getting clear about what you're about and then letting things come to you
1: I love that, and i I kind of at the very end here want to uh, throw a, a wrench at everything I've said up until this point, which is as i as I looked at this. But like i started at the beginning saying these seemingly two opposing um, perspectives of life let one being you know we surrender to everything that comes in and, and we say yes and And that is that, and and we are at great peace with it all, as Michael Singer would say. And then this other being more of the, I have my intentions, I have my intention, my vision board, I set my, you know, I state my desires clearly, and and then I manifest that all into being. I, I started to go, you know, I wonder, like I said, it's not really an either or, it's really how we choose to see our life unfold. And I can either choose to say, look at how I have manifested every single thing in my life, or I can choose to say, look how I surrendered and everything fell into place exactly as it was meant to. And there really isn't probably a difference other than how we choose to perceive it. That's right. And I hear you saying that, again, we, like each of us get to, we each get to say, and this is how I am going to choose to perceive my life is unfolding
0: yes that's right life is nothing but choice and life is nothing but perception and it's you know and and it sounds harsh saying no to things but it is just making a choice really and it's making a choice that feels like the best choice for you that meet that you know that it's going to take you towards your 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 best path and a path towards well-being and happiness
1: I love it. And of course, that is our responsibility, as you say, right? It that is, is
0: exactly our responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we don't get to offload that and say, well, it just didn't happen or <laughs> yeah. just didn't come into manifestation because, I, you know, we don't get to we don't get to do that. We aren't absolved of the responsibility. Yeah. So this topic, by the way, I like I said, I could probably talk about for about another four hours because there's so much to unpack in it. And I'm so grateful for the time we got to explore it and that we got to just even, it, we didn't come to any answers and, and certainly we didn't come to any conclusions. But what I, what I trust is that something was said and something was asked and something was pointed to, uh, both for each of us to, to be with and for each listener out there to go, Hmm, let me chew on that a little bit, or let me explore yeah. that a little bit more. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, is, you know, it's really important for me to remember that I'm just a student, you know, and it doesn't matter if I'm a coach, it doesn't matter if I'm a writer and that I get to help people and guide people is wonderful. But the only reason I get to do this is because I'm a student and, you know, I have certain practices and, and I do the work I do it every day. And, you know, getting to be on this podcast is part of the adventure, it's part of the journey. But for me, it's an opportunity to learn. It's so important to give yourself that opportunity. So I'm still working things out as I go. Um, I speak to people that, that see life very differently to me and I listen to their way of being. Um, and it, and a lot of the time, the way other people speak, um, you know, um, their opinions, they make a lot of sense and I understand why, um, why they live the way that they live. And, and for me, it's just as, as a bit of a mystic, I tend to dictate my beliefs based on what I experience, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, and that's how I choose to live. I think it's so important to rely on your own experience as a measure of of, of how you live.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, you know, we get to choose, and, and we get to give meaning to our lives, right? Yeah. And so, how do we choose? What what meaning do we choose to give it? Exactly,
0: um, it's it's all perception, and we have that mm-hmm. choice. We have that choice to focus on all of the good in life, or all of the bad. you know and it really is just as simple as that you choose
1: well i love that and before we are completely uh complete completely complete with our conversation i like to end with three questions for each of my guests and so we will pivot to those to learn more about really what inspires you and also this is great um Fodder for fire, in terms of, you know, maybe a, a good recommendation or somebody to go um, follow or read. So, uh, for those listening, uh, tune in to hear what Adam might have to share with you that you can also use as your own um, fuel of inspiration. So, the first question I ask is Who is a source of inspiration for you and why?
0: Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> right. So, I remember when I got back from, from my travels, um, I, at that point, I kind of felt like, am I the only person that thinks this way and sees life this way now? And before the trip, I picked up The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, and I hadn't read it. And when I got home, you know, again, for some reason, I just felt drawn to read that book. And when I read it, I remember thinking, I'm not alone. You know, this guy had his journey and had, you know, was detoured and 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 taken on a um, taken on a journey, which he surrendered to. You know, and he found his he found his treasure. Um, I, I won't I won't spoil the story, but but Paolo Coelho, I remember, was, was somebody who kind of made me realise that that I wasn't absolutely insane for, <laughs> for having this uh, this kind of perception of life. Um, I, there are so many people. I mean, you know, every day I'm I, I'm studying. You know, Sadhguru is somebody I really love, um, and I saw last year in London. Uh, you know, Maya Angelou. Um, oh my goodness! Um, I'm reading Muji's book. Um,
1: I have a question that I have not Yeah, yeah, sure. This because sure. there is a. Oh my gosh, there are so many. Oh. Would could you like? and I'm asking this slightly like on the spot, of course, but yeah, w- if you were to look at all these people that are kind of pa- bouncing around in your mind right now, like, what is it about these individuals? Because I wonder if there's not like something similar in each of these individuals that is most inspiring to you. So like, what is that thing? Mm. Which is why you are drawn to these
0: individuals? Well, they live life their own way. There's I, you know, the more I study them, the more I, I'm connecting the dots between them. And I'm realizing that there are certain patterns and trends of how they live that that connect um, They're eloquent, eloquent people. They're writers, they're people who are very good at expressing themselves and they live from the inside out. Um, I, I should also mention Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote Eat, Pray, Love is somebody who I've really admired um, since I read her book. Um, somebody who again, you know, takes her journey, owns her journey, gets to share her journey with the world. And she's incredible. You know, if you listen to her on, in her she's she's incredible what she says and how she speaks. And to me, I think, you know, when I was in school, I, I struggled when I was in school. I wasn't a particularly bright kid. I certainly wasn't eloquent. So for me, it's always been important to kind of develop my intellect and be able to get my my point across. I used to stutter every now and again and, you know, get lost in my words and things. And so it's a, it's a constant evolution for me. Um But those guys really represent to me, first of all, they're people that I really understand and they're kind of people who I – aspire to be like
1: I love that and I'm so glad I asked that follow-up question because often I realize I don't really usually get to hear why somebody inspires somebody that 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 part of the question sometimes falls off so I love that answer and I mean there are so
0: many reasons there are so many other reasons as well like you say you have to choose one answer yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah you get to choose and that's and actually to me that's part of the question because to me that actually zones in on well, there's a lot of reasons we are inspired by people and equally there's a reason those came to the top for you. And I love that. Like from just a purely like to understand how our minds work and where our values are, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's a reason those things came up first and I just, yeah. I that's really fascinating. So
0: Well, do you know what? I mean, the, those people are the people that I'm mostly observing now at mm-hmm. this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm aware that despite, the influences that or the influ- the experiences that I've had in the past. What really matters is now, is the present moment and what you're drawn to at this time now. It's so important to to be present to what is inspiring you at the moment because that's where all the answers are.
1: Hundred percent. Which is why I've actually had a couple repeat guests on the show and 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 potentially I'll have more. And I love that I'll ask these same questions of them and they'll answer them completely differently. <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's what's yeah. so beautiful about it. So. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay, two more questions uh, sure. that are actually planned. Here's one: What place or activity most inspires you right now?
0: Oh, mm. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, what springs to mind is um, this is gonna this is a weird answer, but still, I'm gonna go with it. Um, I'm I'm actually reading. Um, Joe Dispenza, um, Becoming Supernatural. I'm not sure if he's somebody that you've heard of.
1: I have the book. I have not finished. You have.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. And he has various meditations on his on his website, which, which I'm doing every day. Um, they're around an hour long. And at the moment, what fascinates me most is kind of getting lost in these meditations. So um, for the Joe Dispenza fans out there, you know, my, my, the most inspiring place for me at the moment is in the void, you know, in, in, this, in this space of darkness that he describes in the meditations um, and sitting in the unknown. Um, uh, and that's very reminiscent of, of, you know, my whole experience, you know, becoming comfortable um, in the unknown and, and, and actually befriending the unknown, you know, being excited about the unknown. And I think that's all part of um, the process of allowing yourself to surrender.
1: Mm. If we get to have another one of these conversations at some point, I want that to be the topic. The unknown.
0: friend, the unknown. (laughs) Yeah. It is your friend if you let it be.
1: Yes, it is. It's the Mm. only, and honestly, it's, it's, well, yeah. Uh, uh, Pima Chodron uh, rewrote the book, When Things Fall Apart. I love her. Oh, Anyway, the whole idea is that the moment you, think you have found ground you are illusioned I mean you are just disillusioned because there is no such thing anyhow but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The greater concept of really it is it is only through uh, becoming friends with our unknown our uncertainty the darkness that we actually can find any uh, semblance of peace
0: I, I believe
1: so yeah anyhow.
0: yeah yeah sitting in the unknown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So that's another topic for another day. Here we go. Last question. Sure. Fa- now you already answered this, but maybe there's another one now. The favorite sure. book inspiring you personally or spiritually?
0: Well, I've mentioned the alchemist before. So I'm going to go, and this is a, a maybe an un- unusual answer for a man, mm-hmm. but, uh, but probably eat, pray, love. Mm. There's, there's something about that book that I connect with. Um, I love Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, I love that she went away for a year, you know, and um, and that's something that I can, can relate to, to an extent. And the journey of self-discovery that she went on, it's a fascinating story. Um, she met some incredible people along the way, um, you know, as I have. So that's something that, that really resonates with me. Um, Cause it's, you know, I've really learned you know it doesn't matter where you are it's it's not the place that makes the place it's the people that you meet when you're there that makes the place and it's the people that you learn from Mm -hmm. you know um and and that book really just exemplified that to me that's a great so i would recommend that as a great book i know many people have read that probably already but um that was one that stood out to me And, and as i said the alchemist is a is a wonderful book so I'd really and recommend becoming
1: it. supernatural you've actually refer, uh you've recommended a book in each of your answers so yeah either. i'm
0: halfway through super, becoming supernatural so I've, st- I've still not completed that one ah. but but so far along Very with the meditations they're just okay. terrific awesome
1: awesome well adam this has just been such such a treat and actually i won't say just uh i've noted myself i try to catch myself when i say that word it feels like it undermines it or (laughs) diminishes it it wasn't just wonderful. this was a wonderful conversation and I so appreciate you being willing to be here and share this space with me and go on this fascinating little journey of surrender and my own questions about it and and sharing your own thoughts and perspectives on it thank you so much
0: it's been so wonderful thank you so much for having me
1: you knocked it out of the park for your first one. I can't wait for you to have more. And when your book comes out and multiple books after that, I look forward to having you on as a guest again. And we can talk more about that as well. So
0: thank you so much. Thank you.
1: And to all those listening, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and for subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can share it or, I don't know, do the things you do. I, I do want this to reach a lot of people. And I really believe in the organic nature of it. I trust that those who needed to hear it will hear it. And that might mean that you share it with them or you send it on to them. So if you feel inspired to do so, then please do. And until next time, many, many blessings.